leftist hive mind banning ideas. Democrats have long pretended to be the party that fights to protect the little guy, all the while privately cozying up with big business, big tech, and big brother's press to oppress the little guys and gals. Democrat policies decimated the black family and our big cities. Democrats wasted millions of Americans' hard-earned tax dollars and countless work hours on Russian collusion, disinformation, and impeachment ruses. And then, in de facto collusion with social media mega-billionaires and the corrupt leftist press, the progressive hive threw the election to befuddle Biden and his henchwoman. But the worker bees shaped by the progressive hive mind are not done yet. In their official congressional roles, Representatives Anna Eshoo and Jerry McNerney, two hubristic California Democrats, sent jaw-dropping letters on February 22, 2021, to the CEOs of Amazon, Apple, Alphabet, AT&T, Verizon, Comcast, Hulu, Roku, Charter Communications, Dish Network, Cox Communications, and Altice USA to pressure them to stop carrying Newsmax, One America News Network, and Fox News. In other words, tolerant, diversity-loving, free-speech-devoted leftists seek to ban every outlet and platform for the dissemination of ideas they hate. Here are the jaw-dropping questions Eshu and McNerney are asking every company to answer. 1. What moral or ethical principles, including those related to journalistic integrity, violence, medical information, and public health, do you apply in deciding which channels to carry or when to take adverse actions against a channel? 2. Do you require, through contracts or otherwise, that the channels you carry abide by any content guidelines? If so, please provide a copy of the guidelines. 3. How many of your subscribers viewed Fox News on YouTube TV for each of the four weeks preceding the November 3, 2020 elections and the January 6, 2021 attacks on the Capitol? Please specify the number of subscribers that tuned into each channel. 4. What steps did you take prior to, on, and following the November 3, 2020 elections and the January 6, 2021 attacks to monitor, respond to, and reduce the spread of disinformation, including encouragement or incitement of violence by channels your company disseminates to millions of Americans. Please describe each step that you took and when it was taken. Number five, have you taken any adverse actions against a channel, including Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN, for using your platform to disseminate disinformation related directly or indirectly to the November 3, 2020 elections, the January 6, 2021 Capitol insurrection, or COVID-19 misinformation? If yes, please describe each action, when it was taken, and the parties involved. Six, have you ever taken any actions against a channel for using your platform to disseminate any disinformation? If yes, please describe each action and when it was taken. And seven, are you planning to continue carrying Fox News on YouTube TV both now and beyond any contract renewal date?
Are you planning to continue carrying Fox News, Newsmax, and OANN, both now and beyond any contract renewal date? If so, why? End quote. Without a hint of irony, Eshoo and McNerney, card-carrying members of the Ministry of Truthiness, call conservative news sites sources of disinformation. No word about the misinformation and disinformation promulgated by Democrats in Congress and their propagandist minions in the press. In this brave new dystopia being created by leftists, they have arrogated to themselves the right to decide what constitutes misinformation and disinformation. They have arrogated to themselves the right to decide what information, ideas, and beliefs make people safe. They've arrogated to themselves the right to define safety. And amazingly, from the crowd that rebukes judgmentalism and the notion of objective truth, leftists have arrogated to themselves the right to judge beliefs and then to declare for the entire country which ones are true. Once having declared which moral, ontological, and epistemological beliefs are true for all of America, the bees, with their collective hive mind buzzing, busy themselves with their stinging banning business. And boy, does it hurt. I mean, girl, I mean, sexually indeterminate human, does it hurt. On no issue are the worker bees busier with their banning than on the trans issue. And since the minds of big business have been melded into the hive mind, genuine trans truth-tellers are being censored. The work of two well-known trans truth-tellers sparked controversial decisions among woke corporate behemoths recently. These corporate decisions illuminate the dark cultural period the trans cult has ushered in, aided and abetted by the cowardice of those who know truth and the ignorance of those who should. A few months ago, Target stopped selling an important book by Wall Street Journal reporter Abigail Schreier titled Irreversible Damage, The Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. The well-researched and positively reviewed book offers a damning critique of transcultic beliefs, specifically how the offensive and insipid redefinition of female by the trans cult that has resulted in the derogation of womanhood is damaging adolescent girls. Target's de facto book banning resulted in fierce blowback, which caused Target to reverse its decision within days. So fast forward to February 2021, when the news broke that Amazon had quietly stopped selling another important book critical of transcultism, this one by Ryan T. Anderson entitled When Harry Became Sally, Responding to the Transgender Moment which Amazon had been selling for three years. Anderson, founding editor of Public Discourse and president of the Ethics and Public Policy Center, is a political philosopher with degrees from Princeton and Notre Dame. Like Schreier, he is also faultlessly civil and winsome. No forewarning to Anderson and no justification from Amazon representatives when queried about Amazon's book ban. Amazon has some peculiar and opaque standards for determining which books won't be sold on its platform. Customers can buy Adolf Hitler's Mein Kampf, all sorts of homosexual porn, and the book Let Harry Become Sally, responding to the anti-transgender moment. Within days of Amazon's de facto book banning, Target decided the time was ripe to once again remove Schreier's book from their rainbow-hued shelves. 
the sanctimonious judgmental target execs refuse to profit from a critique of the trans cult that is profiting so handsomely from the confusion, sterilization, and mutilation of children and teens. No siree, those target execs have standards to uphold. Standards that look like a canary yellow stripe running down their spineless backs. After all, men in dresses can be very scary. In a December 2020 article titled Leftists See Orwell's Novel 1984 as a Blueprint for Progress, I wrote this. One of the many remarkable aspects of this time in America is that all the forces of oppression about which George Orwell warned in his novel 1984 are present and growing, and many of the oppressors can't see it. Ironically, many of the oppressors view themselves as paragons of virtue, when in reality, they're paragons of virtue signaling, which constitutes a performative cloak of invisibility that conceals their totalitarianism, or so they think. Apparently, leftists read both 1984 and Fahrenheit 451 as blueprints for progress. Some doctrinaire libertarians argue that private businesses should be absolutely free to make any business decision they choose, including choosing to ban tweets, posts, social media platforms, news programs, or books. But such thinking is flawed in an age when the public square is the internet and gargantuan communication and sales monopolies are controlled by the hive. If conservatives cannot disseminate ideas and cannot earn a living if they express ideas the hive hates, then our first freedoms to speak and exercise our religion freely do not, in reality, exist.